especially for nurses, because we give so much. I think we just don't have nothing left after we finish giving, 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 giving to our patients, to our families, to our kids, to our spouse, to our this. And then when you get to us, it's like, I ain't got nothing. I have, I'm, I'm empty. When you wake up, this affirmation is let that shit go. Oh, okay. I'm just being real. Hey, nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens. We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Nurse Boss Shift, you guys, where we interview dope people to get y'all nurses to do something different. It's your girl, Dr. Kiana Jones. And I'm Crystal P, the VDNP. And today we have Miss Laura Roseman. She is an affirmation and empowerment coach because we really feel like some of y'all need to be empowered and affirmed in your role as nurses. So Laura, go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone. Hello, hello, thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. Yes, affirmation coach, empowerment coach. Basically, I speak life over women because there was a time in my life that I lost a sense of who I was. Mm -hmm. And so I stepped into this person mm -hmm. and being an affirmation coach after losing my sister by suicide. Wow. Yeah. And so I started speaking negativity over my life. I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. And once I realized the power of our words, I knew I wanted to share with the next person what that looks like, what that sounded like, and how I stepped out of a space of feeling lost, confused, broken, and into a space of feeling more empowered and better than I had before. So yeah, that's, that's how I dope. stepped into this space. Can you, cause I've never heard of affirmation coach mm -hmm. at all. And I know what affirmations are. Right. So, but like, how do you coach someone like, how do you coach someone with affirmations? I mean, what's your role? So we are always speaking um, life, no matter what, whether it's negative or positive. We are mm -hmm. always affirming ourselves, whether it's mm -hmm. negative or positive. Mm -hmm. And so in realizing that that's what it's called, we're affirming ourselves on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Why not take that self-proclaimed title and say affirmation coach? Because what I share, mm -hmm. I'm intentional about the words that come out of my mouth. Right. And I always also say I'm talking to myself. Yeah, so as I'm empowering those. Yeah, we are empowering. Yes, for sure. And so that's how that kind of came together. Like, OK, if I'm going to be intentional about the words coming out of my mouth and I know how it makes me. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that that's going to affirm anyone that decides to listen to anything that's coming out of my mouth. I love that. I remember when I first started um, my journey in entrepreneurship and I met with someone who she was a coach, but she was more like empowerment coach. And when she went, met with me, one of the things that I've never forgot, this was almost seven years ago. She was just like, your words are so negative. I would argue for my limitation. I'm, and I'm big on like, when I hear people do it, I'm like, you're arguing for your limit. But I did it so much that it made sense that I was where I was. And she's just like, all the negativity you spewing about yourself, do you know what that's doing for your life? But I never looked at her. And I guess she probably was like an affirmation coach. I never looked at her as that. But I started doing affirmations after meeting with her because she recommended this book. And so is that, do you teach people how to affirm things over their life? Like, is there a strategy behind it? <laughs> I think the, the main part of a strategy is recognizing your 
your words. Right. Self-awareness. Right, right. Self-awareness is the, the key to it all. And so anything that I share or teach, I actually have affirmation cards as well because I did have to learn to affirm myself first. I did have to learn to love myself in the space that I'm. I had to let go of guilt and shame yeah. and feeling my lowest as if I failed at keeping my sister alive. So Ooh. it is those words that I've reflected on and feeling bad and this last call I could have just did or if I would have just been there. Those things can break you because you mm -hmm. cannot change it. Mm -hmm. And so self-awareness is key in me acknowledging or you acknowledging and realizing what mm -hmm. you're telling yourself. Mm -hmm. It is your story. What yeah. story are you sharing? What story are you telling other people? Mm -hmm. Right. And even with that, um, you know, the conversations that you have and some people will affirm your negative ways mm -hmm. like or you affirm someone else's negative ways like, oh, girl, you had a bad day. Me too, girl, my bad day. And then we go down a shithole. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> then we that shithole of things that are happening in our life instead of somebody breaking that and say, but, you know, what is that one thing that happened good? You know, or what did I learn from it? Yeah. What am I gaining from this, right? Because it's yeah. never just about the negativity, the challenges and things that we go through is always um, a space of growth. Yeah. And so... Self-awareness would be key in understanding how you're affirming yourself and the story you're telling yourself. Mm -hmm. I was going to say I uh, had my first, I guess, interaction with affirmations uh, when I started seeing a therapist, too. And she told me to start um, listening to how I talk to myself. Because for the most part, I think like, oh, I'm pretty positive and upbeat. But when you really start listening and yeah. start seeing how um that how mean you are to yourself and or mm -hmm. much negativity you spew then i started realizing like wow okay i do say some negative thing or i do not even some i do talk negative negatively to myself mm -hmm. so then just realizing that and then i just tried to say something positive right after you know mm -hmm. once i catch myself saying something negative yeah. but i'll do that but blah blah, blah right and make it a, into a positive and then she also suggested or i don't know if she suggested or i got this from somewhere else but i started putting affirmations on my mm -hmm. um my mirror in my bathroom so I can remind myself to say them every day because I think we we hear affirmations and we know that they're good for us but then we kind of forget them yeah um so I think it's good to have that presence known but I, I also to your point with talking to that friend I think sometimes we go to that person who will affirm those negative thoughts with us because we're looking for that mm -hmm. sense of um making us feel okay about it mm -hmm. um and then you should because I know Tiana and I do that too like my thing was just, but we always come around mm -hmm. so we're like okay let well, that's a, that's a dog shit here, here fest. Yeah. You know, dumb. I think we need to release that. I think yeah. that's a part of self-awareness as well. Yeah. But if okay. you're just dumping and dumping and dumping and you right. never acknowledge how much you dump and you don't actually fill yourself back up like you just dumping and spewing shit, huh? it's almost like you're full of shit then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if I'm gonna dump, then let's replace that with something more positive. Okay, we're going on happy hour and we're gonna get dressed up and we're gonna feel good about yeah. ourselves because we just yeah. released that. Now let's celebrate this space we're in like, yeah i'm here on the podcast so right we have that don't she under it ain't no right there <laughs> okay i just think about um so our listeners are mostly nurses mm -hmm. and i know <laughs> we are notorious for not speaking positivity over ourselves like we can empower our patients we can we can encourage everyone around us but to show up for yourself it seems to be and I feel like it's because we were conditioned that way. Even throughout nursing school, I always say we're placed in a position of servitude and like we can't see ourselves, but any, anything but servants, which is I'm OK with being a servant and serving others. But we do a disservice to ourselves 
in the presence of serving others. So we can't see our positives. We can't see the good things about us a lot of times. And so I think it takes active work to do it. So what is some active work, especially for nurses, because we give so much. I think we just don't have nothing left after we finish giving, 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 giving to our patients, to our families, to our kids, to our spouse, to our this. And then when you get to us, it's like, I ain't got nothing. I have, I'm, I'm empty. So like, what would you say are some things that you think in particular nurses and those who are in healthcare, right? In positions of service, like can do or should do to become more positive or to affirm the life that they want, the lives that they want. I, you know, that is, I, I hate to say it like this, but self-care has become so trendy. Right. That is mm -hmm. like a trendy thing and it, it, yeah. it's supposed to look a certain way and it's supposed to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say self-care, but I don't want it to be in a sense of what is everybody else doing? Because mm -hmm. it's going to look different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a nurse, so I can't speak from that standpoint, mm -hmm. but understanding a bit of self-care, I think... I teach women to breathe as well. So breathe mm -hmm. and be selfish. Mm -hmm. I think that goes into being mindful and meditation. Now I'm going to say this because I was somebody that was not about meditation. I ain't got time for that. I, my mind is racing and doing other shit when yeah. I'm trying to calm down. Mm -hmm. But that was also a sign that I needed to do it more because my mind had more control over me than I did. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, sit still with myself because my mind keeps telling me other stuff. And that means I probably need to sit still with myself a little bit longer yeah. so that I can tame that. Mm -hmm. So that I can be aware of what that's telling me. Right, right. And so I think meditation is a way of, you know, Releasing the patients, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. releasing the kids, releasing the spouse, relationships, and being like, this is a moment to myself. Now, mm -hmm. what is it that I need to do for me? Because I can't answer that for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think meditation is a big, huge thing. And even if that's just going for a walk, it doesn't have to be this come, you know, right. <laughs> as well it was more like i don't have time to mm, i got all the shit to do mm -hmm. so it's to me it's about being intentional um going for a walk and taking a breath of fresh air one of the one of the practices that my kids and i do and it's turned into something that they don't even realize they do when we walk outside to get in the vehicle the first thing they do is look to the clouds mm. and they see the pictures or they see what this cloud looks like or they they're in a space of stillness and don't even realize it what they're taking in the moment and yeah. i think as nurses you probably don't ever have a chance to take in your own no, moment in your true. own space mm -hmm. and so sometimes it's a small act of stepping outside and saying let me take in this space of stillness and yeah around me I can. like just right. this feeling right here like yeah it's just still and so i think that that's one of the biggest things is to breathe yeah. or meditate or exercise yeah right finding mm -hmm. that space and then honing in on what your thoughts telling you about how you don't have time to do things for yourself because you're also affirming that yeah it's not affirming that shit right you have time for yourself yes we you yes. have to just learn to i guess separate yeah separate what that is yeah and also affirm how much you are doing for other people mm -hmm. like you don't realize what you're doing for other people but you're actually caring for other people that same energy that you're putting in them, you should be like, okay, today I'm, it's my day. Yeah. And I, I think nurses need to do more, really being mindful of what we say. And not just anyone, mm -hmm. but we're, our, our, our audience is nurses. Right. So nurses, what we say to ourselves. Because I think if we take inventory on the, the, like the constant conversation we have in our head, it will make you cringe. 
like when you pay attention. And and I learned that, of course, when I invested in a mindset coach and I was reading The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer and that, but I realized, dude, like, 90% of my conversation was negative. Yeah. I don't care if it was negative about me, negative about somebody else, negative, but 90% of the head talk was negative. And so that is not easy to undo. I know it's possible. No, it's not easy. To, it's, you, don't, you don't have to put that on you. Not, I just wanted to interject that because there's yeah. something that you can affirm and say it's not easy to, to undo. But once you say it's not easy to undo, it's also saying, but I can do that. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay if it takes a little time. Yeah. First thing is self-awareness to even catch yourself. Yeah. So let's I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing that shit again. Yeah. I'm doing it again. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's not. That's not a slap. Of, that's just like, oh yeah. God, you know, actually, I can applaud myself for catching that. Right. That's a win. Uh, that's a win. It's yeah. A win. It's those things to pay attention to, especially when you've been doing it for. 30, 40 years. And then you expect once you have identified it that all of a sudden it's going to change overnight. And it's not. It's going to require consistent work. Right. And I I find that even now, like I talk, like you said, your kids, like my kids, like I have those conversations with them too. Like, don't say that. You know, I didn't get that growing up. So I feel like, you know, it was just looked at as normal. And so now it's like, okay, that's not okay. Like, you can always find, you choose what you want to focus on. Okay. You can half full, half empty, and I, I try. I'm not going to say I win all the time, but I definitely make an attempt to be positive or at least, like Crystal said, take a spin on it. Like in every situation, I'm like, okay, how could I have done that better, especially when things don't go the way I want to? Or what's, what is the learning opportunity here? What am I supposed to take away from this? That requires a lot of work to change your mind. And y'all have to remember a lot of the way our mind works comes from like our family projecting their limiting beliefs, our our beliefs, our mom, our grandma, like it comes from all of that. And you are trying to break not only your 30, 40, 50 years, 60 years of life, but also they, their lives and the grandma and the mom and, and go back and back and back. But like, you have to break it so that your kids won't be that way as well. And I think that plays an important role, which is, take me to the next part which is entrepreneurship mm. like how do you feel like as an as an affirmation coach or what have you seen when it comes to entrepreneurs either lacking or being more affirmative with their lives do you see any difference with those who are entrepreneurs versus those who are not I think it's belief within ourselves I think that's with a lot of people but with entrepreneurship you're stepping into something that is like inside of you nobody else has this vision so they mm-hmm. don't understand it mm-hmm. and sometimes you can look like you're obsessed sometimes yeah. you can look like you're crazy because you're mm-hmm. stepping into this path yeah some people are afraid to step into mm-hmm. and we look at them as judging us versus realizing that we actually stepping into something that a lot of people are afraid to step into yeah you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like belief within ourselves sometimes even though we're showing up today but it's like in the back of your head might be like, do I really believe that I'm doing this? Yeah. Am, am I good enough? Yeah. Am I gonna say it right? Are people going to receive anything? I hope yeah. we don't receive anything. And so I think the belief within ourselves mm-hmm. and authenticity. Yeah. I think once you bust that bubble of actually saying, I am just going to be who I am. Oh, my God. I say, say that again. You upset in this moment and I catch it later. Let me own that and come back to you. Yeah. But in that moment, that's what I felt. Mm-hmm. My bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's taking ownership to who we are and what yeah. we choose um, to say or how we say what we say right. and not worry about what everybody else is going to think about it. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think yeah. honing in on belief within ourselves um, for entrepreneurship was a big thing to me. I know Tiffany and I talked about um, on another podcast 
uh, uh, imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I know that that's a huge thing. And I mean, I've dealt with it, too. I think that creeps in. I don't like to affirm that type of stuff. In my mind, um, I also did a little bit of more research on the uh, imposter syndrome idea. And a positive note on that means that you are stepping into something that you have never stepped into. Mm -hmm. You're experiencing yeah. imposter syndrome. Give yourself an applause. Mm -hmm. Guess what? You're breaking a barrier. You're yeah. And so instead of saying, oh, my God, I don't really think I belong here. You absolutely belong here. Yeah. Because you took the steps to get here in the first place. Mm -hmm. So now what? Take the next steps to get out of that space. Because it's going to yeah. keep on having to break these um, patterns and shells every time you hit a new level in your yeah. life you're going to feel uncomfortable yeah and i think that you should take it on yeah you are going to be uncomfortable in this i don't care it might get a little bit more easy breezy you might get a a swing of it but then that's when next level comes in yeah that's a break another that's job. right that's right shout out to tiffany y'all that's telehealth yeah. uh preneur uh, she'll be on here as well. <laughs> um, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say the posture syndrome, especially for new entrepreneurs, I think is such a huge thing because uh, we spent a lot of time. And I didn't, when I first started, I didn't even know what that was. And then people were uh, talking about imposter syndrome. And I was like, oh, I got that to me. Uh, so what are some things I just feel that I always tell our students too, you just have to get over it and get over it quick. Because uh, otherwise you'll spend years in that whole cycle. Uh, what are some, what is something you think someone can do who's an entrepreneur to kind of get out of that imposter syndrome? Well, one, you said just realizing that you're in the right space to even have that feeling. Yeah. yeah. Um, find the positive in it. Find the positive in it. Mm -hmm. Find the positive in it. Mm -hmm. I, I'm feeling like I don't belong here. Why not? Why don't mm -hmm. you? That's you thinking about what other people think here. Yeah. Because if you didn't think you belonged here, you wouldn't be there in the first place. You're going to never stepped into this position. Mm -hmm. And it took me, I mean, this is a seven-year journey I'm talking in this confidence space. It took a seven-year journey of loss and grief and me thinking that I was supposed to figure out how to talk about mental health and suicide prevention. Mm -hmm. This was me being like, okay, I'm a hairstylist. Uh, 10 plus years back. I'm a hairstylist. How am I supposed to sit up here and talk about mental health and I'm not a mental health provider? I'm not in that field. And so I went through a space of having to figure out, well, who am I mm -hmm. in this position to try to share my story to help the next person not have to deal with a mental illness? She was diagnosed bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. uh, understanding bipolar disorder and understanding um, that suicide is preventable. Who am I to stand up there? And I had to break up with the idea that I don't have to be a mental health professional right this is my testimony and yes. I'm sitting here mm -hmm. my sister she she is a angel for me and I'm sitting here because of her and opening up the conversation on mental health or mindset or mm -hmm. empowerment mm -hmm. you know I mean? mm -hmm. and so bring me back to where I was because I have a uh, me too me too me too yeah that was what uh she was asking about tools uh, yeah. yeah so yeah so I think self-awareness is like number one and if you're a journaler like if you like to journal I think it's catching yourself to write that down. Mm -hmm. and, and when you go back and read, you're like, what the heck? Right. Thanks for that. Yeah. Right. You know, what, what, yeah. that's what I'm going on in my mind. Yeah. You just, you just lay it all out. So that's one tool is journaling. I know I write down stuff like on a regular and it's not necessarily dear diary stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just whatever happens to hit me in that moment, which is a part of affirming yourself, the affirmations. Mm -hmm. So I hopefully I hit that point right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to but well, so so I want to know. You said you were hair hairstylist. See, I didn't even know that. So yeah. you were a hairstylist. How the heck? That's a like tra tra transition. Okay, so I know you experienced the loss of your sister. 
But even still, that doesn't segue necessarily into this. So how did that happen? Uh, it was something in me. It was something in me. Um, prior to losing my sister and stuff, um, I remember she was a real estate agent. And I remember being like, I'm going to be a motivational speaker. I want to be a motivational speaker. Mm. But then in that process, everything was going good in my life. Yeah. I'm like, well, what, what am I supposed to say? You smile. You know, in my mind, I was like, I don't really yeah. have a story to say about my mm-hmm. Little did I know that, that that story was coming. Yeah. It was coming. And so that's one of the other things I say. Don't sit up here and think that you want to ask for somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what they've been through, yep. where they're at, and what mm-hmm. their next space may be. Mm-hmm. And you think it looks better on the outside looking in, but you don't know their backstory yeah. for them to even get to that space. Mm-hmm. And so... That's that's kind of how me being a hairstylist um, and even being a hairstylist, like uh, that's kind of therapy too, because everyone that used to know to me. Right. Yes. Well, it's therapy for us when we sit in the chair too. (laughs) It's amazing. I know. And so after I just didn't have a passion there anymore, I knew I wanted to um, open my mouth more and be in the forefront to help those uh, get out of a space that I went through. You know, mm-hmm. so and that was a journey. I feel like a lot of um, nurses could really be in that space, too. And I think they don't realize it because we're so busy putting on this camouflage of our life instead of really. Dig- There's something to say about a person who wants to always be in a position where people need th- need them. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I think we all have, and it's very relatable to us as nurses, like we like to be needed. And I think depending on your upbringing and what you've been through, but I think there's something to be said about that. But I think it's not talked about enough. And so I want to talk to you from the business perspective, like how, like nurses definitely, like even if it's just your patients, like you, your emotional tank be on low a lot of the times. So I think even stepping into a space like this would put us in positions where we can recharge ourselves, where we can share our journey. And so what was like some of the first things you did to start segueing into that? Was it like you showed up on podcasts? Did you write a something? Did you start your, your Instagram page? Like, Girl, what did you do? Mentorship. I got a mentor. Okay, let's talk about it. Yeah, we always talk about mentorship. So let's, let's talk about it because we tell these people all the time, y'all need a mentor. You do. So let's talk about it. You do. <laughs> it is amazing how you think you have it set up, and then when I leave from my mentor, I'm like, oh my god, like you saw my whole next steps. Like you felt where exactly. Yeah. I already knew. I know. Like you know this within you, and they're able to reflect the mirror back at you, mm-hmm. so you can be like, okay, that was confirmation, yeah. mm-hmm. and and you gave me steps. So mentorship is huge. Yeah, I agree. It's. Just like uh, when you work out, you can work out by yourself, but if you get a trainer, guess what? You're going to take it to the next level because they're going to push you. <laughs> so you need people that have been there, done that um, to help you. I think a lot of times we want to sit here and say we do it by ourselves, but we don't, and it's okay. We don't have to be superwoman all the time. You can take the cape off and say, can someone else help me? Yeah. So I think that that's a big thing. Yeah. Knowing that it's okay to have help and looking up to someone that has been there done that doing it that you know can pull you through this mm-hmm. you know when it's dark or when it's good mm-hmm. to celebrate you yeah so mentorship is one of them. so the first step you did was mentorship oh, yeah. and then your mentor obviously said to you do you know you like you should be out here sharing the story you should be out here and then what because th- it, that's the scariest part it's like the mentor tells you to do something now it's going to require you to do it now well, what did you do I stepped into it. I shared my story of loss and grief on several 
stages, occasions with uh, mental health providers. And every freaking time I would share my story, I would start crying. Right. Oh my gosh. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what am I? I felt like I was torturing myself, mm-hmm. you know, not realizing I was pushing through a space that I had to do to get to today. Mm-hmm. And so I stepped up to it. Um, I'm not going to say it was easy and hindsight. I'm not going to say I realized I was stepping up to it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there were you at uh, support system. Mm-hmm. Support system would be there too. Yeah. So nurses, y- y'all all know what's going on in your head. Mm-hmm. So it's like once you char- start changing your, your vocabulary, your words, what you're saying, yeah. then it's like, well, let's support us get up, mm-hmm. you know, out of this or out of this feeling of neediness. Yeah. So I think, yeah, mentorship makes you step into it because now you, you're being held accountable by somebody. Right. It ain't just you sitting there like, okay, today I just, you know, it's one of right. those days. Yeah. So, and then stepping into it was, like I said, that was stepping on stage. That was me. The crazy thing was, is I know I knew my story, but I was afraid and didn't know how to share what I was sharing because like I said this goes back into the imposter feeling like I thought I had to share it a certain way as if I was a mental health professional (laughs) yes you know so I think whatever it is whatever that stepping into what you need to step into for you is different for everybody right um but you just got to do it um getting out of your comfort zone yeah yeah breaking up with comfort zone would be the second Mm -hmm. breaking up with zone. Um, how did you get your first client and from the the speeches and thoughts. So I did start doing uh, hosting monthly events, and that was for me to have like conversations like this. We pass out affirmations. Like I didn't know what they looked like. I was just trying out some stuff. Yeah, I just put myself out there. Yeah, imperfect action. And the first one that I had. And guess what? I did a video and said, "When you see this video." know that I didn't stop yet and now I have people in my space oh that's powerful went and looked at it and was like thank you Laura yeah thank you for believing in you because you could have cried like I mean I felt some type of way obviously nobody showed up but I had my best friend and I had another person that I was working with that came nobody showed up and I if I wouldn't have made that video I think I would have let it beat me up but knowing that I made that video to look back that was accountability for myself saying yeah I'm gonna stop right yeah. I'm gonna stop yeah I don't necessarily have like one-on-one clients I do one like group um any bits what okay. stuff like that mm-hmm. I love that and I love and see your test is your testimony and like I don't think people and it now, and by the way, this is a buildup of mental fortitude. I call it mental fortitude. Like I've now when things don't go my way, that's what I say. And I say it loud. I'm like, okay, this is my test. Like I'm obviously gonna, gonna share this at another time. Like, and I receive it. Or I say, this is what's making me stronger. I'm gonna be better, faster, stronger because of result of a result of it, be as a result of it, because it doesn't feel good, right? I'll acknowledge that, but I know because it's happened a hundred and I say a hundred percent of the time, I've become better as a result of the things that did not feel good. Right. A hundred percent. There is not one occasion I can remember in my life where I went through something. And then I look, I look back and it was a horrible experience and I can't see why it happened the way it happened. 100% of the time I know why. And I think I think that is often not spoke about enough, especially on social platforms, because it's always the good, the glitz, the glamour. 
and the things that are really not that does not define you like i feel like it's the res resilience that's built is because of the challenges you endure for sure and don't give up for sure that's the thing and like if you do that if you go through them and you get through them then you become a refined version of yourself. Do. And I think people don't realize that because they don't like being uncomfortable. Right. Entrepreneurship, we were talking about, it's hard. Yeah. Like you lose money, you gain money, you lose friends, you get talked about, you get laughed at, you get, and yet you keep going. But imagine the person who is able to endure that and survive that, what they look like. They look like us. No, bro. <laughs> And even <laughs> note that again, what you said about entrepreneurship, because I didn't note that. I, I want to make sure they heard that. That you do lose money sometimes. Oh, yeah. You gain money. Uh -huh. You're going to lose a lot of people. And what about doing things? That's why I was talking about people think you obsessed and you done lost your mind because of the things that you're doing. Look at it as sacrifice. If I didn't want to go to that party because I know I got this going on, it ain't because I feel like I I'm not missing out on anything. That's Ooh. what my passion is. Yeah, that used to be something fun. I'm sorry, friend, I can't make that one. I got this going on. But yeah. you're more than welcome to show here, show up over here. Yeah. So some people not going to show up with you. And that's okay. You're going to have to let some hands go. And that's the problem. People don't want to let go of their old self mm. old to subvert the new self, the rebirth. People don't want that. Either side. It is, but it is hard. It is. I like to, I guess, I would like to be positive sooner. <laughs> Even the fact that I take a couple hours and I'm down and then it really clicks like, no. Yeah. Not, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. So now I'm trying to even shorten that, uh -huh. that period is. So I don't even like that. It's a day. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Call someone or like a Keanu or my mom and they instantly turn and like, okay, I need to get to that to where I don't even let this fester as long. Um, so I think, as you said, well, entrepreneurship is, is kind of, you constantly go through that. Uh, so you learn you yeah. pretty fast to get over it, but it can definitely scare people in the beginning to make them want to stop. Right. Um, exactly. You know, like you made a mistake. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that's the thing, though. The resilience is built, you guys, when you hang in there. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, I'm like. <laughs> and sometimes it'd be so bad, I'm like, I'm definitely going to be strong after this. <laughs> For sure. I'm like, man, I'm about to be real strong because this is some real I'm going through. Like, I'm, I, But that's okay because I'm going to get through it. Um, I, I love, actually, this conversation, you guys. I didn't even tell y'all that this is a special episode for us, by the way. I was supposed to share it in the beginning, but I'm going to share it now. Um, we are in Houston, and Laura is from H-Town, born and raised. Y'all know it's a lot of ex expats here, like people who come in here, right? But she's born and raised here. And also, you guys, we are celebrating our one year. We actually made it a year, and we did it ugly, right? Uh, we invested in people, and this goes back to what we talked about, like Crystal and I positioned ourselves where we could hire us a coach that was specifically for podcasts we had some podcasts where we looked toe up some podcasts that we didn't want to show up you know some podcasts when people flaked on us but we still are here and I think that that is us affirming what our lives are going to look like you guys and we have the power to do that so before we go I want to get you we usually have this little thing where we ask for three things that our audience can do now this will be related to empowerment or affirmation okay. three things you can tell them to do to affirm themselves or empower them to step outside of their comfort zone to do something great and have a great life what would you say okay first thing i love to share my favorite affirmation okay okay yes so like please we'll try to dig so deep mm -hmm. how to be this grand mm -hmm. so i think the first thing is put this affirmation somewhere where you yes. can it can even be on your 
pillow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because mm-hmm. when you wake up, this affirmation is let that shit go. Oh, okay. I'm just being real. That is mm-hmm. one that I love to bring out. And most people just think I'm about to say something very fancy. <laughs> let that shit go. Because yesterday is gone. Okay. So whoever pissed you off, got on your nerves. If something did not go your way, let that shit go. You have a new opportunity, a new space here to vibe differently. Create that into what you want. Let that shit go. Tomorrow's not promised. So let that idea go too. I'm not saying your goals, dreams, and desires, but if things don't go the way it was supposed to, you might be a little bit disappointed. So mm-hmm. Let some of that shit go too. So that's the first. Put mm-hmm. that in somewhere special. Let mm-hmm. it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. The second thing is, is like I always say, breathe. I think being present and in the moment is so important. We are so distracted by everything going on, especially with social media. Yeah, a lot going for on sure. Stuff. And so being present, um, and sometimes being present is hard because you may be facing something challenging. But when I say be present, I mean let your presence be known. Mm-hmm. Like that person inside you that you know you want to step up to be, mm-hmm. that you're stepping up to be, mm-hmm. let that presence enter the space. Let that presence speak for you. Mm-hmm. So that presence that's inside of you is not influenced by outside things or what you think people are thinking of you. Mm-hmm. So you have to breathe, inhale, and exhale sometimes before opening up your mouth because you don't want to speak what everybody else has put in your mind. Right. So being present is the one. And that, that goes back to mindfulness, meditation, and breathing. Sometimes it's just walking down the aisle at the grocery store and having a moment to breathe with yourself. Mm-hmm. So let that shit go breathe. And then the final thing is, is, um, you know what? Just be happy with where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are yeah. breathing. We are a creation, you know, of our higher power, our creator. Yeah, and I think sure. sometimes we forget how valuable life is. If you're experiencing life right now, no matter what you're going through, I think you just need to go ahead and say, you know what? Today I am thankful. Gratitude is a huge thing that I hold mm-hmm. on to. Mm-hmm. And so if I had to sum up being, um, being happy with who you are in this space right now, as you continue to evolve, I think gratitude, expressing gratitude mm-hmm. on a regular, not because you, yes. not because you received something, not mm-hmm. because you, sometimes it's gratitude for thank, thank you for keeping me sane today. Thank yeah. you for getting me through today. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, I mean, I'm waking me up in the morning. People don't, they should wake up. I wake up like, thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for this bed, you know? Um, <laughs> And so gratitude. So affirm yourself daily. Let that shit go. Because a lot of things we need to let go. That's why we don't step up into the person that we know we're capable of stepping up. Yeah, that's right. Because we some things. Second thing is, was uh, breathe. Breathe. You got to be mindful and be present in the space that you're in. And the third is yeah, gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude, gratitude. Appreciate it. To ask you about your affirmation card to see where can we find them. Yes, joliede.com, J-O-L-I-I-D-E.com. Jolie stands for Beautiful Mind in Louisiana Creole. Oh. That's what that is like. What, what's Jolie Day? J-O-L-I-I-D-E.com. You can find there. And I also have um, the Selfish Experience where I host selfish events if you're in the Houston area as well. It's raw, authentic selfishness. It's conversation, meaningful conversations with phenomenal women. In the yeah, business. I love that. Powering each other. Okay. All right. And where can we find you? Where can yeah. we find you? Uh, JolieDay.com. I also have a YouTube channel where I put a lot of my um, speaking and teachings. It's um, YouTube.com slash Laura Roseman, L-O-R-A-R-O-S-E-M-O-E-N. Um, Instagram, Laura Roseman. So okay. I am on Instagram, YouTube, and then my site. 
Well, Laura, we appreciate you for coming and affirming with us. Y'all needed this, though, especially for our annual episode, because some of y'all are still listening a year later and haven't done that. Then I'm calling you out. It's time. I need you to affirm the life that you want. And also, more importantly, feel empowered, you guys, because I'm going to tell you, it's not an easy journey, but it is definitely worth it. That's why we created this podcast. Imagine having a mission so greater than yourself that you get on camera or get on this mic uncomfortable and start talking to people like that's what you're going to have to do, you guys. It requires that level of discipline and dedication to why this needs to happen. So connect yourself to the mission and then show up for your higher self. On that note, we are out. Bye, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you had as much fun as we did and most importantly, got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.